there. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to kick off today's show is Leslie Page. She's an incredible vocal force with unique life experiences. And I saw a video of her performing with uh, Tony Guerrero, who was on my show before. So I'd like to welcome to this week's show singer-songwriter Leslie Page. Good morning. Good morning. Your last name is Page or Page? Page. Page. Like a book. Good. I got it right. Great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Fantastic. You know, I actually heard about you because I saw a performance. You're collaborating with uh, Tony Guerrero, and he was on the show a while back. Yes. Yeah, Tony and I go way back. We've been great friends and fellow music makers for quite a while, and I asked him to do this project with me, and he jumped on board. He's so great to work with. I love that guy. (laughs) So that's a perfect collaboration. Let me, I want to take it back, though. On your bio, it says at 16 you recorded your first vocal session in a studio. How did you first get involved in singing? Well, I've always, I think I probably came out of the womb singing, honestly. Um, uh, But we have a lot of musicians in my family. Uh, My grandmother, she was actually really good friends with Kay Ballard before she was Kay Ballard, back when they were teenagers. And so they used to sing together. They'd sneak out and go sing on the radio. My great-grandfather didn't think that was appropriate, so my grandma had to sneak out (laughs) so that they could go sing live on the radio. Um, And then also um, my uh, two uncles are both musicians, um, guitar players. One has since passed, but um, my other uncle um, is John Wickham, and um, that side of the family is very um, big in, like, worship ministry and uh, my cousin Phil Wickham has quite a big career himself both my cousins actually Evan Wickham as well Mm -hmm. Um, and then growing up my mom always had us around music um, and she dated a musician so I kind of grew up I grew up in Orange County so you know as a little kid you know not being old enough to be left home alone I had to go to all the gigs (laughs) so (laughs) I was the little kid in the corner at the, the restaurants and bars coloring in my coloring book well um, you know, her boyfriend uh, did the gigs, and, and so I was just always around music and musicians, and um, grew up actually um, around Max Bennett, um, okay. very famous bass player. Um, yeah. He actually played on my record. Um, I've known him since I was about eight years old. Um, Vernon Porter, another great bass player, um, Orange County based. Um, you know, so I just was around all these musicians growing up, and then as I started you know, singing, I'd have my headphones on, and they'd be like, you know, she can actually sing, you know? <laughs> you know, so when I was 16, I uh, one of, you know, our friends wrote a song, and it was, you know, at the time, it was that 90s dance music <laughs> track, but it was my first experience in the studio, and I was just hooked. I just loved the whole process. That's fantastic. It was so much fun. And you've performed with some world-class talent. I was reading Ringo Starr, Keith Urban, Vince Gill, on and on and on. Yeah, so I started singing with Joe Walsh in 2012 as one of his background vocalists, and and through him, you know, he always has guest people come on, and so I've had an opportunity to share the stage and sing with some incredible people. At one of our shows, uh, we were opening for Tom Petty a couple of years ago in that last tour, Joe Walsh, that was us, and then Tom Petty, and um, I think it was that tour, could have been that one, or it could have also also been the um, Bad Company tour, but anyway, one of those, um, and Ringo 
just surprised everybody and showed up and came and played with us and that we were all just freaking out blown away <laughs> i would have been just, yeah. you know, like deer in the headlights yeah we were all just like oh my gosh he's right there we're singing here and he's right there holy, holy. and he's so sweet i mean the, the other cool thing is you know all these people that we just have listened to and and idolized and 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 studied after for years are just some of the sweetest people so that was really an awesome bonus that's incredible yeah. I want to mention, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with singer-songwriter Leslie Page. And if you visit her website, lesliepage.com, you've got some great photos up there with all the different artists and some um, musical uh, clips as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the process. Yeah, that's, that's my current website. I'm in the process of adding some new things. But it just gives you an idea of, you know, some of the music that I've done and some of the people that I've worked with. And, you know, at this point, I'm just sort of in in the space of I just want to share. I just want to share my music, mm-hmm. make new new music. Like, that's what this album was. Um, my art album, Heart Songs, that just came out actually on my birthday on July 7th. Oh, happy birthday. Um, thank you. 7-7. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I, I just got to a point in my life where everyone was telling me, because I sing so many different styles of music. And all of my gigs, you know, Joe Walsh, that's, classic rock and you know this album is jazz and I've done R&B and gospel and and all sorts of different styles and when it came to creating my own music you know people kept telling me well you can't just do everything you have to pick a lane you know because people are going to get confused and you know all this stuff and so for years I just kind of was you know doing my gigs and wanting to do my own projects but not really knowing where to start and so for years I just did nothing. Oh. And I was like, okay, I have to, I have to just yeah. move now. I can't just sit and do nothing because I can't decide. So I, I figured I would just start with something I love, like jazz, and, and just start there and, and do a project. And, and you know, I, Penny and I have been talking for years about doing a project together. And, you know, when I finally came up with this idea and we talked about it, he was so on board. And we were like, yes, let's go. And then, you know, I was talking to some people and, they wanted to help support the project, and so we got funding, and, you know, and then Tony and I started writing some songs together, and, and it really just, Came the together. process was so incredibly satisfying and fulfilling that now I just wanted to do more. I love it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's so interesting. You talked about doing nothing, and I call that a funk. I mean, the name of the show is Get the Funk <laughs> Out, and it's exactly. interesting. You know, you kind of wallow in it, and you know you yeah. should be pushing yourself forward, but you're kind of stuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think, too, I have to get to a place where I'm not making music to fit a certain demographic. Right. You know, I just want to make the music that makes me feel good, and the people that are going to be drawn to that will be drawn to that, you know, and, and I think that's where my mind had to shift. Yeah. I had to get to a place where, you know, as an artist, you know, you obviously you want to make a living at it, but, you know, when it comes to artwork and projects, you know, I don't think Michelangelo did the David thinking that millions of people were going to be following that for the rest of exactly you know, history and time. He just had this thing that he needed to do, and he made it happen, and, and, and then the world just kind of took it. And that's sort of what I want to do. I just want to do what I feel in the moment and not put a judgment on it or try to put it in a certain box or make it fit in a certain category that maybe people might like it or not like it. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to do it and throw it out there and, you know, kind of like what they say, like if the pasta sticks to the wall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let it stick, throw it, let it yeah. stick. What sticks is great, what doesn't, doesn't. And, you know, 
cool. And then yeah. do that. And I'm already thinking about what I want to do next. It's great. You yeah. know, too many times artists in all different areas, whether you're a screenwriter, you know, an author, a musician, we, we think about what are other people going to think of what I'm creating? Mm-hmm. You know, you have yeah. to kind of let that go and just go with your gut. Yeah. And yes. And, and with the way that music is so accessible now, you know, I think it's a little bit easier to just let it be, you know, and just throw it out there. I think people are more um, connected than they ever have been. Right. But yeah, that, that fear of, oh, how is it going to be received? That, if, if, we, if we did everything that way, nobody would do anything. Yes, exactly. I mean, I feel like you're working with some incredible talent. Let's take Tony Guerrero, for instance. Yes. Uh, yes. If he doesn't like it, I, Leslie, I think he would let you know. <laughs> yes. And there, there actually was one lyric in one of the songs that, you know, we didn't have a, an argument over, but we had a question about, and, right. you know, he, he wasn't sure if it would fly or, you know, and, and I was like, but this is the authenticity of the song, and so, like, you know, but... You know, we, we worked so well together, and, and we didn't have any, I mean, everything just flowed so easily. I think when, when you have the same heart about things and the same spirit yes. about things and, and the same sort of creative openness right? to just let each other kind of throw ideas out, and, and it, there was just such an incredible synergy, and, and it was just lovely going going to work and, and doing this project with Tony. I mean, I would do it again in a heartbeat, yes. and he's so incredibly talented and in tune and you know when when i we started working these songs together he knew exactly who he wanted on the album um you know we had bill cantos on keyboard oh, yeah. we had steve de Stanislaw on drums and dave enos on bass um and will brahm on guitar and, and that was our bass and then we had some horns coming on a couple of songs tony played some horns on a couple of songs and and also we had max Bennett play on Fever, because I don't know if you know that story about Max Bennett with Fever. No, no. Okay, so he was, he, Max Bennett was, he just recently passed away um, this last year, and he was one of the top, the top studio session bass player in LA for years. He played with Frank Sinatra, Alice Fitzgerald, Johnny Mitchell, Peggy Lee, I mean. Amazing. um, all those old videos, and yeah. he actually introduced the song Fever to Peggy Lee. Oh, he did? He did, uh-huh. yes. Um, he told me the story about how they were at some jam somewhere. He was in some jam session where people would sit in and out, and this kid came up, and he's like, I'd really love to play one of my songs. Can I play this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, sure. You know, what is it? And he just gave him the chord progression or whatever, and it was Fever. And, um, Look at that. So then... Yeah, and so then they took that, and, and she was looking for a ballad at the time, and he thought, hey, this might be a great song for her, and there it is, Fever. So, you know, I, and, and that was a song that I would always sing with him whenever I'd sit in on, you know, a gig that he was doing with his band, Private Reserve, and yeah. and, uh, and so I had to have him play, and, and he did, and, and I'm so, so thankful to him and his wife, Carrie, for not only their position in my lives. I love them like family. Yeah. But that I have this treasure of this collaboration you with do. him that I, that I get to have forever, that we all get to have forever. So What, um, a, bl- what a blessing. Yes, it really, it really was. And, um, you know, he's definitely missed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's actually something that Perry, his wife, and I were talking about because he has a lot of unwritten, or uh, not unwritten music, he has a lot of written music that hasn't been recorded. And so we were talking about maybe pulling some of that and doing another project. We might, we might do something that like that. That would be great in the future because yeah. he was an incredible writer as well I actually on a couple of his projects um, and a couple of projects with another artist Dan Carlin I sang some vocals of some of uh, Max's songs that he wrote um, that are out as well so you know it's, it's kind of cool how our lives all weave together and yeah <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, I did a search on YouTube, and there's a video clip of you and Max at the KSBR Bash. Yeah. Um, um, that's one of the songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, with Anthony, Teresa, I, I actually uh-huh. met him before. He plays guitar, right? Yes. Yes, yep. I know who he is. Yeah. Great guitar player. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. amazing. I did, I did quite a few of the KSBR. I think I did maybe two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony... You know, Tony Guerrero, he was, you know, very heavily involved in that as well. So those were always so fun, you know, because you never know who's going to be there and who's going to show up. And y'all just, at the very end, everybody gets up on the stage and does a couple of songs together. I love that. You know, yeah, those are super fun, super fun. So what else would you like people to know about you as an artist? (sighs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm just an artist that sings from the heart. Mm -hmm. I just want people to feel what I feel when I hear the lyrics. You know, like, the songs that I wrote, um, that we wrote, Tony and I wrote together, um, you know, they're just real, and, and, and from my heart, and that's why we named the, the album Heart Songs, because every single one of these songs touches me from the heart, and that's, that's what I want to try to convey when people hear my music, because I just want people to feel something, yes. feel something a little different, dig a little deeper, you know, um, laugh a little bit more, you know, some, one of my songs that I wrote <laughs> had some really funny lyrics in it. And, Which one is know, that one? Which one? Um, that, that's, um, uh, actually, <laughs> two of them. One was the one that Tony and I had the little qualm about, which is Where Did I Go Wrong? It's a song I wrote. Okay. You know, we all have ex, ex, uh, ex-boyfriend songs, and that was <laughs> one yeah. of them, and it talks about, <laughs> you know, um, was your chicken overdone, you know, and, and little funny things like that that, Normally wouldn't even sing, but, you know, like when someone's standing over you asking you if you know how to boil chicken, you know, you have to kind of write about it. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Thank you for the material. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and, um, you know, I'm fine with romance. That's a song that we wrote that, you know, kind of about, you know, being a modern woman and, you know, I can be strong and I can be wise, you know, but, you know, and I won't bite you unless you want me to, you know, <laughs> it's just a little funny, you know funny things that I just kind of say randomly in life and then I just kind of throw them in the songs and I I think it's just me just being like this is me this is who I am this is what I'm about and and then I'm happy to share it (laughs) do you look back on material you you wrote years ago and think wow look look how far I've come and how things have evolved well yeah because you know my writing process has been a very hidden one you know I think um there have been a few songs that I've written. I, I, um, I was partnering up with another musician, Lou Pardini. Uh, he plays with Chicago, the band. Um, right now, he's a great keyboard player and singer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wrote some stuff together, and we recorded it, but didn't take it to the recording level that the album is, but, you know, did our demos of it. And, you know, you definitely can see where you are in life yes. based on what you're writing about. You know, and I think part of that, my hesitation in writing was 
for that reason because I think, you know, you want to write what people can relate to, and, and, and I've had some really hard things happen, and I didn't want to, like, glorify those things, you know, and so I almost didn't even want to write about them because I didn't want to draw attention to my past, but at the same time, I had to make peace with that and know that I'm not the only one who's gone through stuff. Right. And maybe what I am writing about and what I'm singing about, it may be hard for me to go back and think about those things, but it might be helping somebody else. Definitely. So here's a, question, yeah. here's a question for you, because I feature a lot of different guests sharing stories of things they've gone through, and I'm not asking you to share a personal story, but what did you do to take care of yourself, and how did you get out of that you know, mindset? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it's a process. You yeah. have to... I, you know, for me, it's my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their source of strength and power, and for me, that's that's Jesus, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of face time with him, and, you know, just a lot. I mean, for me, you know, recently, four years ago, I was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, and, you know, that was a process that I had to go through. I went to UCLA. I had all my treatment there. I went through chemo, radiation, and a bone marrow transplant. You know, that was a process from January of 2015 to August of 2015 when I had my bone marrow transplant. Actually, my rebirthday is August 4th, or August 5th, I'm sorry. It's coming. (laughs) Four years ago. Okay. Yeah, four years ago, August 5th. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's about realizing that we don't need to judge our process and the things that we've been through. I think that was, for me, what it was, is... Looking at every situation in my life as a neutral situation. Definitely. And then determining whether or not I want to put a positive spin or a negative spin on it. It's my choice. Right. You know, and I think when we realize that we have that power, because when bad things happen, we think we're victimized. We think, oh, this bad thing is happening to me. Definitely. But in that moment, we have a choice point where we can determine, I'm going to let this bury me or I'm going to let this make me into a better, stronger person. And I try to do that (laughs) because if we have a choice why not choose life why not choose joy why not choose to laugh through these circumstances you know and if I'm going to dig into scripture it says count it all joy when going through trials Mm -hmm. you know because it's going to make you who you are today and and you know definitely going to give you a lot of writing material (laughs) you bet you bet (laughs) you know know, that's a great way of looking at anything I mean you certainly have gone through some very challenging times and I thank you for sharing that because a lot of times we don't realize that there's something to learn from those challenging moments absolutely and you almost never see it until you're on the other side but once you've been through enough you start to get the mo of like okay like I know I'm just going to go through this and then I'm going to look back and I'm going to see how it's actually making my life better so I might as well just wait it out be patient be strong keep facing forward and trying not to look back and just know at some point you're going to be on the other side and then you're going to be able to help somebody else go through that same thing and I think that's where my fear in writing has really sort of broken out because I, I, I realized I need to take what I've been through and write about it and share because I I have victory in those things. Yes. And people that are in it need to see, oh, my gosh, like, it doesn't have to end the way that person's life ended it or the way this person. Like, you can write your own ending. You bet. Uh, There's a line I wrote because I love to write, what if the worst thing that happened to you turned out to be one of the best things that happened to you? Yep. Yep. I mean, you're living proof of that, you know? Yep. 
and there's a song called Blessings. What if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? Mm. You know, it, it's the same thing. It's, you know, it's learning to accept that life is not going to be easy all the time. And that's why we have art. Yes. So that we can get it out and express those things and, and not just stuff it. You know, because when we stuff it, that's when it becomes toxic. Yes. But if we can turn it in, we can turn our ashes into beauty, and we can turn a really terrible situation into a really beautiful song that has hope in it and breathes life into other people, then isn't that what life is all about? Wow. You, you know what? I hope people are really getting this because you've really turned the, nar- the narrative on what it means to go through a challenging time and spin it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we have a choice. We have choices in our life, and sometimes those choices are tough, but, you know, if we try to always have a heart and an intention to turn every, you know, we have the choice to make it positive or negative, so let's make it a positive. Why not? Definitely. What do we have to lose? <laughs> We're still alive. We're still here. Exactly. We have a chance. Yes. We still have a chance to turn things around, and I'm trying to do that with my music, and, you know, even with that song about the breakup, you know, mm-hmm. it has a funny ending because... Isn't that how life is? Like, yes. you know, it, yeah, I'm still okay. I'm still alive. That thing ended and I've moved on and yeah. they've moved on and we're laughing about it now. And right. it's cool. You know, maybe the day after you're sobbing and crying, but right. <laughs> you get enough distance and time is a healer, you know, and you're good. But you know what? And then you call them up and go, thank you so much. I wrote this amazing <laughs> song because of you. Exactly. I really and, and that, broke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the gratitude comes in. Definitely. That's where you can actually look back and go, wow, that was really hard, but I'm thankful that that happened mm-hmm. because now I have this really great song out of it. And, yes. you know, people can laugh. I, I, uh, I, have, um, <clears throat> I sing out here in the desert in Palm Springs, and I was singing that song, and I kind of, you know, talk a little bit about it before I sing it just to give some, you know, context of what the song is about. And, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody, this woman, she started crying, and, and for the first time, Aww. like, Somebody cried over lyrics that I wrote because I saw that they connected to it. Yes. And I was like, wow, if that was the only thing that ever came from this, I'm satisfied. Yes. That's beautiful. You know? Yeah, it's really exciting. It's an exciting thing to be able to do what I do. Right. And share it with, share it with people and, and collaborate with incredible musicians and people. You know, above yeah. all else, they're incredible musicians, but as people... Everybody that I've had a chance to work with has just been incredibly beautiful inside and out. And I'm just, I'm a very thankful girl. That's amazing. Because <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes there's drama and, you know, yeah. conflict. And yeah. Where can people find out more about you? So, um, I, <laughs> I'm really bad. I'm, work, I'm getting better at posting on my, on my Facebook and my Instagram. So, at Leslie Page. Um, music on Facebook, on Instagram. Okay. That's where I post, like, where I'm going to be singing next. I'm going to be doing a show in Orange County with Tony. Oh, when? Um, and, and, and we're going to be at the Festival of the Arts in Laguna Beach. Okay. On um, Sunday, August 11th from 5.30 to 7. And we're going to do the whole album. This will be the first live performance of my album. I'm going to do it from top to bottom. Amazing. Because I think that's um, super fun to do. <laughs> So, I love it. So, yeah, we're going to do that. I've been there for a few years now. I love singing at the Festival of the Arts. Um, everybody is always so wonderful there. And it's a beautiful space oh, venue. Okay. The sound is great. It's gorgeous. So I'm looking forward to that. And then out in the desert in Palm Springs, 
where I live right now. Um, I'm singing at two restaurants uh, that are owned by my dearest best friends, uh, Mark and Liz Estorich, and one of them is called Farm Palm Springs. Okay. And they're on Friday and Saturday nights. And then their other restaurant is Tequila, mm-hmm. um, and that's Monday, Wednesday. Great. 6.30 All right. So we're going to wrap, but uh, is there a song from your new album that you would like me to feature? Yeah, I would love uh, I would love for you to play uh, Where Did I Go Wrong, actually. Where Did I you Go Wrong? That I one? got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. I pulled yeah. it up. You're, you're on YouTube, so if you search for Leslie Page Heart Songs, you'll find yeah. your album. So. All right, we'll go out with that. I want to thank you so much for calling in, and I look forward to meeting you at some point. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Have a great day. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.